Welcome to the Labor Force Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Strukin, proud member of New York State United Teachers, celebrating 50 years this year. Well, looks like it is possible for a major corporation and labor to work together for the common good. For the New York Times, Microsoft has declared us neutrality if any group of U.S.-based workers seeks to unionize, expanding on an existing agreement with the Communications Workers of America. Approximately 100,000 workers could be eligible under this framework. The announcement also involves collaboration between Microsoft and the AFL-CIO to address issues arising from the adoption of AI in the workplace. The partnership includes briefings where Microsoft's AI experts will update labor leaders on AI developments and seek input from workers to address concerns such as job elimination risks. Microsoft and the AFL-CIO aim to work together on policies preparing workers for jobs involving AI. At an event at the union's headquarters in Washington, D.C. Monday, AFL-CIO President Liz Schuler called the commitment historic, emphasizing the importance of addressing workers' concerns about AI and potential job displacement. The initiative comes amid growing worker anxiety about AI's impact, with recent strikes in Hollywood citing AI concerns. We want guardrails. We need a stabilizing force when it comes to AI before the genie is completely out of the bottle. So today, both sides are recognizing that unions are a stabilizing force. Unions are a stabilizing force. And that if we want AI used responsibly and smartly and successfully for all of us, unions need to be at the table. And if you look around right now, more than any time in the last 60 years, the labor movement is the center of gravity. We are the pillar of people's hopes and aspirations and dreams, their chance at a better job and a better future. And so we are the ones with our collective power to provide this counterweight that we all need right now. And that is fundamentally a good business decision. And that's what we're seeing today, to bring us to the table, to give us a voice, because it will make our companies better. It'll make our economy better. And I am not exaggerating when it comes to AI, it will make the future of humanity better. And that is what is at stake right now. She went on to make an effective parallel that is certainly an important perspective regarding the transformational power of AI. And so if you know your labor history, you see this story play out in every big technological revolution. This is not our first rodeo. Many of you know I come out of the Electrical Workers Union, IBEW. And the IBEW has been on the forefront of this technological change for so many years. I always use the example of electricity. Um, The union was founded 130 years ago because electricity was this new, um, you know, scary and powerful um, technology. And workers who were building it were dying. They needed a voice. They needed a seat at the table. So they founded their union to help put those guardrails up and those protections. And it wasn't until the uh, power linemen essentially uh, made their voices heard and became that bridge between the, the providers and the companies and the consumers and made it safe, made it reliable for everyone. 
And from that very first moment, whenever some new innovation would come about, the IBEW workers were at the table, right beside management, showing them what was actually happening on the front lines and giving their input and making things go smoother. And it was because the power of the union, because of the skill of the workers, and that kind of partnership was understood and it was seen as a productive and um, important model. So workers are on the front lines of using and delivering and harnessing the power of, front of technology every single day. And we learn how it works and we learn how it doesn't work. And we are the ones that know how we can use it to make our jobs safer, better, and more efficient. So why wouldn't you want people who actually do the job involved in that process at the beginning, upstream? And Microsoft President Brad Smith echoed the sentiment of collaboration. Well, thank you all for being here. It's a real honor for me to represent Microsoft and to be a part of what I genuinely do believe is not just a new partnership, but a historic step for what it means for all of us to work together to think about this new age of technology, a new era of artificial intelligence. In many ways, this journey began in this building. It was when I had the opportunity to sit down with Liz more than a year and a half ago, as we at Microsoft started to think about some new issues for our company issues that were arising as we were acquiring Activision Blizzard, where there were ongoing labor negotiations. And one of the things I did was ask for advice. And the second thing I did was listen to the advice that I got. And her advice then, advice that we've obviously adopted, is that it is possible. In fact, it's even constructive and desirable to find new ways for a tech company like Microsoft and labor to work together. That is the part of the journey that has brought us here. This was an important event. Sean Fain was in attendance, Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers. According to the American Psychological Association, AI is making great inroads in the workplace as employers embrace innovation and efficiency. But APA's 2023 Work in America survey results show that nearly 4 out of 10 U.S. workers, 38%, are worried AI may make some or all of their job duties obsolete in the future. Advances in AI are happening rapidly in the workplace, and many of their effects are uncertain, says Fred Oswald, Ph.D., a professor in the Department of Psychological Sciences at Rice University in Houston. Will AI empower employees and organizations to be more effective? or consistent with employee worries, will AI replace their jobs? We're likely to see both. We'll need more research to inform targeted, AI-oriented investments in employee training, career development, mental health, and other interventions. I asked ChatGPT, how can labor and technology companies work together for the common good? Its first response, worker representation and engagement. Establish mechanisms for worker representation and decision-making processes related to technology implementation. Create joint committees or councils comprising company executives, technology experts, and worker representatives to facilitate ongoing dialogue. Even the machine knows what's what. So kudos to the AFL-CIO and Microsoft for this important connection. 
So thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the show, you can find Labor Force on Spotify for podcasters and select a level, starting at just a dollar a month. Also, please share, rate, and review to help others find the show. You can listen anywhere you get your podcasts. And speaking of listening and broadening your worker contact, the Labor Force Podcast is now affiliated with the Labor Radio Podcast Network, an indispensable labor source where you can find many more shows like this one. You can check it out at laborradionetwork.org. Until next time, take care and stay union strong.